Hey everybody, welcome. It is February 10th, 2021, and welcome to Season 2 of the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. And I'm your host, Robert Bruton, and uh, we have been talking about kind of living that digital nomad lifestyle and uh, learning how to uh, maybe potentially take our... uh, uh, our show on the road and meaning you, you know, uh, basically, uh, get that, uh, lifestyle down to where you need a laptop and an internet connection and, uh, it's on. So, um, we're going to continue, uh, that's all in kind of going with the, my new book, uh, digital nomad. And, uh, we've just been kind of putting in place of the other 10 books that I've written, uh, we're just putting in place what we've learned how to do, which is change our life, organize our life, uh, really become spiritually aware and just have fun. You know, as it says in a lot of the stuff that uh, uh, is that I do is, is getting life right, you know, and having some fun, you know, doing what you want to do, not what you have to do. So we're learning how to do that, and we're learning how to do it together. So we're going to take a 60-second short commercial break. Uh, Stay with me, because we're going to have a really fun show today. So stand by. We'll be right back. Hello, and welcome back to the show. And we have been in the last few episodes talking about side hustles, basically, uh, becoming a digital nomad and uh, trying to put some of the things that we've learned in previous podcasts and also in my previous books, because my current book out now is called Digital Nomad. And then the books before that, hopefully you've read them all, Organize Your Life to Win and nine other uh, titles have all been about changing our life. Well, now it's time to put some of that into practice. And one of the biggest things that's going on right now that you see people because of the pandemic is develop side hustles. And that could be a do-it-yourself home business, you know, that's uh, selling uh, art on Etsy, uh, you know, trading old books for on A books, uh, you know, selling stuff on eBay, Amazon, uh, your own website. Uh, it could be you're creating content. Perhaps you're developing a YouTube channel, <clears throat> excuse me, that has uh, some entertainment value or some social value in this, in the sense that maybe you're teaching people how to do a skill, maybe you're teaching some sort of life skill. So these are all things that could potentially become uh, what one of the cool words. I like the, the uh, my side hustle. You know, I, I kind of dig that. I think that's a. Um, a neat phrase uh, for uh, basically a part-time do-it-yourself home business. Okay, so I like I like the side hustle, you know, and I think that uh, people who are uh, looking to uh, ditch their nine-to-five, you know, because you know, I think it's really cool to think about and ponder this for a moment. Is are you doing something in your life that you? want to do or are you doing something in your life that you have to do 
And here's where we get stuck in things that, you know, limit us and limit our deal is, you know, um, well, I got kids. I got a family. I got bills. You know, I got, uh, uh, well, basically those are the biggies. I, I probably ought to stop there. You know, kids, family, bills. Okay. And yes, these are indeed important, but they are also a fact of your life. So, you know, and one of the things that, uh, that we talk about is not, uh, uh, not pulling the rip cord into something new into our side hustle before we've actually proven that out. Okay. We actually have an income be- started. Okay. That we develop into something where we say, uh, wow, this could replace my income. If worst case scenario, maybe it replaces, if you're a couple, maybe it replaces one person so they can bail out. And guess what that allows you to do? Spend more time on your side hustle that is now your main hustle. So that's, that's exciting. So I want to talk about, you know, some uh, ways that people mitigate risk, you know, and I, you know, you can't get more extreme than um, free climbing, rock climbing, okay? Scaling El Capitan uh, in Yosemite, uh, basically with no rope, no nothing. If you screw up, guess what happens? You fall. And there are ways that you can climb. See, this is the, this is the thing, you know? It's usually not someone doing something technical that they've actually thought about, worked through, you know, it's and in the move that they're about to do, although technical, they're sitting there 110% focused. Okay, that's usually not the the thing that that God forbid would kill you. Okay, it's usually something where you get too familiar, you get too uh, complacent with "Oh, I got this," you know, instead of really remembering that you have to. And most rock climbers will tell you it's it's usually what kills a climber is some, is they made a stupid mistake, you know. They didn't follow their protocol. They didn't follow what they should have done. And therefore, it was a stupid mistake that caused them to do something that cost their life. Same thing with skydiving and all this kind of stuff, you know, uh, cliff diving, all of these things that are that are extreme that are extreme sports. And it's usually not the when you're focused you know, I'm not saying you can't fall, but I'm saying that you probably won't fall. There's less risk when you're completely focused. Okay, it's the it's the silly mistake. So people mitigate that, you know, can do some extreme things. And that's what we talk about in um, like organize your life to win is uh, is being totally focused on what we're doing during the day. 
we learn the difference between activity versus productivity. Activity gets us jack, okay, and productivity moves us along. It keeps us on the cliff. It keeps our hands in the cracks on the cliff, our feet secure on the side of the rock. So as we're climbing this rock, productivity is how we stay focused. It's where we lose that focus that we fall off the rock. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that today because I had been watching some things, some extreme sports stuff, and I was and I was listening to these guys talk about, you know, it, it's they're not scared when they're doing something that they've trained for, looked at. You know, here's the thing. They may go climb a certain pitch, you know, months, years before they actually finish climbing or summit the pitch because there's some technical reason that they're doing something that they say, no, the risk is too high. So I'm going to go back, I'm going to reevaluate and I'm going to try a different uh, trajectory up the pitch that will get me to the top. That's focus. That is productivity, okay? Sitting there worrying about being on the side of the rock. And here's what they'll tell you with all the social media and all the crap that, you know, is trying to figure out what's going to make a really cool Instagram photo. That's where people fall off the cliff because they're, they, they lose focus. They're trying to do some dumb shit that will make an incredible viral picture. And we talk about that a lot in social media things that, that I write about and talk about is, dude, don't write or do a picture that you believe is going to go viral. Okay. Don't do some dumb shit that is going to put you in harm's way. Okay. Or think that you are going to do something that's going to go viral. Don't go with that expectation. Because when you think about it, it's usually some silliness that goes viral. It's it normally it's it's not something that you staged. You know? Because that's exactly what it looks like, something you staged. And certainly when you're doing an extreme sport, you know, you don't want to do something that looks staged. Usually something that you do naturally you know, it captures a moment, you know, the sun setting while you're doing, you know, rappelling off of a, of a cliff and you just catch the, the, the sunset and, and the shadows and all the light coming through and, and the picture turns out breathtaking instead of you saying, okay, wait here, dude, I'm going to, you know, like blow way out off the cliff and I'm going to drop down, you know, 10 meters, you know, in a free fall, you know, it, it's, it's not dumb shit like that. It's actually focusing on the production of what you're doing. That's what, uh, what we're talking about here is being technical with what you do. So we're not talking about pulling the rip cord, you know, and putting yourself in harm's way. We're not talking about swinging out over a pitch, you know, 
and doing something that you know in the back of your mind, wait a minute, that's just that, you know, that that finger hold is just too far over. You know, I can't get a real, you know, I'm really going to have to let go. And I don't have shit holding me, you know. I mean, if you're tied to a rope, that's one thing. Take a risk. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to fall a few feet and rope's going to catch you and, you know, it's going to, you know, you're going to go crap. It'll feel scary because you're like going, holy shit, I hope this holds, you know, because a rope the size of your finger is keeping you from plummeting, you know, 200 feet to the ground or 800 feet to the ground or 80 feet to the ground. So that's how you know the difference between activity and productivity. Productivity is where you're, you're, you're scaling the pitch and you're actually going from one point to the next with methodical thought, not reckless abandonment, okay? So when we start talking about doing a side hustle and there's things that... Uh, you know, your family, your wife, your husband might say, we got bills. We're living paycheck to paycheck. We can't go out and do something else. Well, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, what would an extra $1,000 a month look like for your family? Hell, what would an extra $500 a month look like for your family? What would an extra $5,000 a month look like for your family? How much difference would that make? Are you willing to say, wait a minute, if we didn't have to put up any risk, if we were going to free climb El Capitan and we were going to mitigate our risk, how would that look? So see how I'm, I'm metaphorically using that? So think about it. If you're rock climbing with, with you're free climbing, okay? Guys free climb El Capitan all the time and make it, okay? Some of the guys have scaled it many times over. And that's arguably one of the uh, most challenging pitches in the world, one of the greatest climbs you'll ever do. There's no other rock on the planet that's like that. So if... Guys are going to, if you're going to do something that extreme, which basically that's what it feels like when you are talking about doing a side hustle, you know, is it would be something akin to free climbing a cliff. Because if you fall, then everybody thinks you're going to die. If you fall doing something else, then everybody thinks you're going to go broke, basically. So here's, here's how climbers or extreme sports people do that. Okay? This is how, it, you know, it, it, you've seen guys jump, uh, free uh, uh, base jump. Okay? They're setting their parachute at a neck breaker pace because, man, when you start falling, guess what? That ground's coming. And, you, and your chute's got to pop open like, pow, now. It can't wait. It can't take a couple seconds 
couple seconds is going to make you a big spot on the ground. You know? <laughs> what do they call it when you fall off uh, of Everest? I think they call it the, the Royal Tour. The, there's, a, there's a name for it. The Grand Tour. Because you're, you're fixing to see the entire mountain. Because when you fall, guess what? You fall to the very bottom of the mountain. You know? But the thing is, is that you're prepared for that. You mitigate that risk by productive thought. See my point? You're not sitting there trying to shoot a picture standing on a pitch, you know, or standing on the edge of a, of, of a, uh, of the mountain where you're doing something stupid and taking your eye off the ball. Okay, that's how you get a that's how you get a ball to the you know the side of your head. That's how you know if you're playing baseball. That's how you get a, a, a you know get the crap knocked out of you. Is you take your eye, you do something stupid. So this is how important it is to plan to do what you need to do to mitigate the fall. Okay, so you don't fall. You actually can scale the rock. You can scale the mountain because you prepare for it. So if you're trying to explain to someone, honey, we're not going to lose all our money. We're not going to lose our house. You're not going to lose your car. You're not going to lose your credit cards. Why? Because we're going to mitigate our risk to the point that we're safe. We have a stop loss. Why do you think climbers, you know, free climbers don't? But here's the thing. When they're, when they're free climbing, most of them are climbing within, within a, a fairly easy pitch, okay, uh, for them. Okay, it may look crazy, but there's usually like a crack in the wall, something where they can, where they can get themselves in to take that moment they need. You know, they, they can stick their hand in a crack close their fist and have their foot in the in the crack of the rock, okay? And they can sit there, they can reevaluate, they can get their head back on straight. So there's always a safety rope. You know, when you're climbing Mount Everest, you're hooked to somebody. When you're climbing K2, you are hooked to somebody. You're not doing it alone. There's a safety line that's going to keep you from falling to your death. A safety line that that's what will keep you and keep everybody in your family going, okay, well, we've got a safety net. You know, we're not putting our income at risk. We're not putting our credit at risk. And you know how you do all this? Knowledge. You know, how, and remember what we've talked about in previous shows and we've talked about in previous books that I've written is we've talked about knowledge being power. That you're going to suck at whatever you do the first time. So you're going to learn everything there is to learn about what you want to do so that what do you, what are we doing? We mitigate our risk. 
We've got our safety line on. We've got our safety chute open as we're basing down. <laughs> that's going to help pull our chute out of the bag. So it opens so that we float to the ground and not crash in the ground. We're going to wait to hit the right wave. You see big surf riding. You know what? You, these guys surfing 50 foot waves. You know why they're, you know how they can surf 50 foot waves? They've surfed 10,000 10 foot, 20 foot waves hundreds of times, hundreds of thousands of times. And then they've gotten their, their skill to a point where they can go, I have this. They feel the confidence to know how to run into the wave and be able to successfully and safely ride it because their skill set is such that they're able to do it. And that's where you have to get your head when you start talking about how am I going to get over, you know, how am I get, I, I, I can't lose my house. I can't lose my car. I can't lose my credit. I got bills to pay. I got kids to feed. Okay. Well, with the proper planning and the proper safety net, safety ropes, safety helmet, okay, exit plan if necessary, then you can do it. So there is a way when you have someone in your life that's scared to say, wait, hang on, babe, let me show you what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about putting us at risk. I'm talking about doing this on my free time. I'm not going to miss work. I'm not going to, you know, do something stupid. I'm not going to go quit my job, okay? Because I don't want to lose my credit either. But if I have an opportunity to do this, then let's do it and start putting, some, you know, and it might be just something, you, you know, you, you might not be taking any risk. What the hell is the risk of shooting a video and then putting it on YouTube? There's no risk. Writing a book and publishing it. There's no risk. What have you put what have what have you put at risk? If you didn't edit your book, uh, you're probably gonna get some uh, grammar people that are gonna pick you apart. But that's okay. Um because you're more professional than that. Um if you put out a YouTube video. You know, what, what did you risk? Nothing. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. So you put some videos out. You do some stuff. You start a podcast. Because I promise you, my, my, the, my podcast uh, in the, hundred, well, God, probably close to 200, you know, I'm sure the first few suck like hell. But as I got better and, you know, I probably not saying, and I probably still do go, um, uh, you know, I probably don't have as fluid a, uh, 
conversation as I would like. I don't sound like Wolfgang Jack or, you know, not Howard Stern. You know, I may not have the, uh, uh, the voice, uh, you know, of some that, you know, out there that go, oh my God, they have the most wonderful voice. I don't do voiceover work. Because I, for me, I don't think I have that distinctive of a voice. But for some of you might think, yeah, man, you got a great voice. I, you know, who knows? I do get nice compliments, so thank you. So I guess we could have made this today's episode about fear, but it's not really about fear. This is about working smart. This is about mitigating risk in an extreme sport. Because if you're going to do a side hustle and you're going to venture out on this, you're getting into an extreme sport. And people do extreme sports all the time without getting hurt. You may get bumped and bruised. Watch Steve Harvey's video on YouTube called Jump. It literally changed my perspective on just about everything. It took losing a lot of stuff. It took getting in a horrible place. It took going through a divorce that at the time I positively didn't want, but I'm okay with today, very much okay with today because I have a new destiny. I have a new place. You know, I have new people in my life. And if she wasn't supposed to be a part of my life, then okay, who is and, and where are you and come on. Otherwise, I'm going to enjoy my life. So I decided in that moment, in that dark moment, that I wasn't going to lose anymore, that it's over. We're done losing everything. Damn it. So I started my extreme sport. But I kept things in my life that would help me pay my bills, do the things that I need to do, so I didn't lose my credit, so I could take care of my family. I can't spoil my granddaughter. I can't spoil my dog. And for those of you that know me, know that I do both those quite well. You know, my Glitzy has more toys than, you know, to than most dog stores carry. I could probably open my own Petco. But I love her, and she's, you know... She's great. My granddaughter, you know, Papa, I need a package. I send her things because she, you know, she lives a good distance from me. So I send her things in the mail. So she knows that her Papa loves her to death and that he, you know, he thinks about her. So, and I don't just, I, I mean, I don't send her Barbies and I mean, I do sometimes, don't get me wrong. But, I, you know, I send her things that, you know, books to help her learn. You know, color books. I, I send her activity books. Um, you know, workbooks that are for, you know, homeschool and things like that because her mother is wonderful with that. And what does that all have to do with anything? It's the fact that I moved, I changed, I've done things that, you know, Maybe years ago, I would say, oh, my God, I, I can't spend any money uh, because, you know, I have all these bills. 
I can't spend anything because I got to have enough money at the end of the month because I may not make enough money this month to pay all the bills at the end of the month. I don't worry for that anymore. And it's not that I, I you know, there are, there is a good chance, you know, everything I do is, an in, is based on incentive-based pay, you know? So if I don't basically sell anything, guess what I make? A fat nothing. So how do I mitigate my risk so that I can pay my bills at the end of the month? Well, I keep some money in savings. And I built that up and I don't touch it for any reason. But I make sure there is at least enough to pay the bills so that I can breathe, so that I can do my job effectively. So that's how I mitigate the risk. So we have ways we can do that in our life. And you can do that absolutely positively with no problem. It just takes a little forethought. And those around you, because here's the thing, those around you that, that could, that, you know, especially a spouse, okay? And especially a spouse when there's children involved. Well, you know, we've got kids to feed. We've got, you know, their school to think of. We've got school clothes, doctor bills. We've got all these things that we, and yes, absolutely, 110% do we need to think about that. Hell yes. But again, I go back and I ask you, what would an extra $1,000 a month, a full-on $1,000 a month do for you and your family? Absolutely. Think about that for a minute. What could an extra five grand do? Or even if it was just an extra 500 bucks, what it gives you is peace. Hope. There is nothing, not one single thing in this world more powerful than hope. Nothing will motivate you more. Nothing will move you farther. farther, Or give you more incentive than hope. Powerful, powerful stuff. So if you're getting ready to climb and you're getting ready to free climb, okay, remember how guys like that do it. They don't just do it the first time. They literally, there are guys who have have worked the same pitch in a cliff, okay, for years before they actually scaled it and did it. Why? First off, they're not stupid and they're not going to do something that's going to send them plummeting to the ground. They're going to back up, move, do, go this way, that way, stop, go, you know what? I need to come down. My head's not here. And you can do that with a side hustle. You can say, wait a minute, because you know why? Because there's nothing that you're going to lose, okay? If you don't put yourself at that risk. So do what you can. Have faith that it's going to work. Believe in it. And if you believe in it, it will happen. And belief has to come with works. 
Okay, you can't just go, you know, here's the thing, and you guys have heard me say this many, many times. You can't sit there and go, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to get on my knees and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to ask God, I'm going to say, you know what, God? I need you to uh, give me, please, okay? I need uh, my rent money. I need my car payment. I need my credit card bills. I need all that paid by the end of the month. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to order a Domino's pizza. I'm going to put on Rocky and Bullwinkle on the TV. And I'm going to throw my ass on the couch. And I'm going to eat Domino's pizza and watch Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoons uh, until my checking account dings on my phone and says, Oh, hey, all my bills are there. Okay, that's wishful thinking. That's, that's not, that's, and first off, that's not a prayer anyway, okay? Or you tell the universe or you tell whatever, okay? You have to get off your ass and do the work. You have to get off your ass and do something, okay? It's not going to come to you free. Anybody that tells you, I mean, you probably could watch some real estate shows at one o'clock in the morning, you know, that'll teach you how to go out and buy homes with no money down. That is such bullshit, Okay? Or you'll see some other, you know, fly-by-night uh, bullshit thing on, you know, at one o'clock in the morning um, that will tell you, you, you know, you can have a million dollars in your bank by the end of the year. Okay, well, God bless you. Go If you want to go try some dumb shit like that, knock yourself out. But if you really want to put some work in, do something that you believe in in your heart, then there is a way. There's a way. Okay, planning, resourcefulness, not resources, will get you there. If you have the resources, God bless you. If you don't, get resourceful. Learn the difference between activity and productivity in your life, and you will be the success that you always dreamt of being. Because there is a huge bloody difference. And I preach this all the time. I talk about this all the time because it's the gospel truth. It is absolutely life-changing when you learn how to be productive. So, what do you want to do? Ask yourself that. And also, like I said in the beginning of the show, If money's not your problem, and when you're thinking about what you want to do, money's not the problem, time's not the problem, knowledge is not the problem, because you can get all of those, okay? That all comes, comes with, okay? Identify it, and then realize that you can climb El Capitan, okay? And if you don't know what that is, just put El Capitan in a Google search, and put in, in El Capitan rock climb or, or watch somebody free climb. There's all kinds of documentaries on all the Netflixy type things, the prime videos, all that stuff, all has that stuff. Okay. Watch anything in extreme sports. These guys don't do dumb shit. They don't want to die. Many of them have children, wives, They make it look easy. You know why? 
because they've done it thousands of times. They've got it down to an absolute science. 1976, Franz Klammer in the downhill, the Olympic Games. All over the place. Looked like he was totally out of control. No, he wasn't. This guy was skiing the run of his life. It is the most spectacular down, alpine skiing downhill run in the history of the Olympics, bar none. This dude was on fire. And you can see, I mean, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. You can, you can Google these people, okay? Bodie Miller had a hell of a run. Lindsey Vaughn, watch any of the downhills that she did. That woman was amazing. And when these people look like they're out of control, you know, they're really not. Mario Andretti famously said, if it doesn't look like you're out of control, you're not going fast enough. Skill is what makes it look easy. You can acquire that in whatever you do. And when you have skill at that level of the game, you're shaking success's hand at whatever you do. That's how you get there. And that's how you don't get hurt is you develop the skill set necessary to do that pitch in the cliff, to run that downhill run, to ride that mountain bike down the mountain, to run that marathon, drive that race car. Takes skill. You don't just get in and go. Think about these things. Begin to develop something. And then in the next episode, we'll talk more. RobertBruton.com is where you can find all of everything there is that I write, talk about, videos, I mean, you name it, it's there. And you can find uh, all my books on Amazon, and there is a direct link in the front page of my uh, website. And that's the easiest place to go. If you have questions, want to be on the show, if you want to hear about something else, if you need help with resources as far as, hey, how do I find this? Or where could I go do that? Or how can I do this? I, I, I'm, I'll do the best I can to get you whatever information that I can supply you with that helps you move your side hustle or your life forward, okay? So I'm happy to help anybody always. If you find a book on mine uh, that you can't afford for whatever reason, okay, just let me know. Say, hey, dude, could you send me a PDF version of your book? And I'll be happy to do that, okay? If you can afford it, don't work me, okay? Do the deal. Buy it. But if you're having trouble, been out of work for a while, you know, got laid off and, you, and, you know, kind of down on your luck... I will absolutely, positively give you every single solitary thing I've written 
free of charge. It'll come in a PDF. It may not come in the book format that it's in, or it you know it may not come on it on the uh, in a Kindle format. But I will give you a PDF, and you can print them out, or I will sit, or I'll print them out and and mail them to you happily, happily. So there is no reason that you can't do what we're talking about doing, no matter where you are in this life. Have faith. Everything gets better. It does. It did in my life. It's not always, you know, rainbows and marshmallows. I have my days. I have have tough days. You know? There's times when I I miss things and then I'm like, damn. And times when I go, damn, I'm 58 years old and I should have done this. I should have done that. But I can't do that to myself. I still got a lot of road in front of me. And that's exciting. And it can be exciting for you. All right. So we, like always, got started closing the show and got off on something else. So I guess that's maybe one of my trademarks in the show is I never can end the damn thing. But anyway, I love it. It's wonderful. I love you guys as fans and I appreciate all of the beautiful comments I get and all the wonderful things that you say. Thank you so much. And for, again, I can never thank our um, show subscribers and financial supporters. Thank you so much. God bless you. And uh, this is Robert Bruton with the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. And guess what? We'll talk again real soon. Bye for now.